Hello again. I am Saf Chagrin, podcast guru and president of the Podfix Network. Since revealing myself as the puppeteer of the Podfix Nation, I have felt the need to be more hands-on with the day-to-day duties. No respect to Chris, Keith or Chaz. Is that his name? Sure it is. You see, when I listen to podcasts, I see the ones and zeros that make up the matrix as we know it. That is not something my master classes can teach, but rather a natural talent. In other words, I was born with a gift, and curse, for identifying great podcasters, their shows, and then exploiting them via the network. Every Thursday, I will open the Podfix archives, hand-select a definitive episode from one of our network members. A true showcase of the talent that I, excuse me, that we have here at the Podfix network. Now, sit back, relax and let your ear muscles do all the heavy lifting, while you enjoy this, as the kids like to say, oldie but goodie. Today's pop-up filmcast is brought to you by... Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, hey, maybe I should see what this Arkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage because you didn't know who half the characters were? Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode, I take a look at video games based on comic book properties and how well they stick to that source material. So, whether you know the comics and want to actually learn how these games work, or know the games and want to know what the hell is going on, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com, the Brain Trust Bros Network, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hello, greetings, good day. My name is Keith Gala, and welcome to a brand new episode of your soon-to-be, if not already favorite movie podcast. It is the Pop-Up Filmcast, and with me, once again, as always, is my co-host, Derek Laskock. Welcome back to the show for yet another exciting week. Yes. <laughs> Are we having a delay again? Uh, No, I just couldn't think of anything to say. No, okay. All right, I'm just making sure. Okay. Uh, Derek, how's your week been going, man? Uh, it has been going. We are rocking and rolling. Uh, uh, well, I don't want to pull back the curtain, but my, the week isn't very old yet, and it's been okay so far. Okay. All right. Well, hey, look, it's good that a week starts off good, mm-hmm. uh, that starts off in, in in a nice, proper fashion. I mean, if, if your Monday and Tuesday are just terrible, it just it really sets the stage for a horrible rest of your week. Potentially, or you can be one of those people that just puts a positive spin on things and says, I'm going to turn my week around and have a good Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Well, (laughs) this being a Tuesday, uh, I had yesterday, Monday off. Uh, It was my youngest son's fifth birthday. Oh, Sunday. We're we're doing the illusion that we're today. Right now we're talking live. Oh, my week's been okay so far, Keith. Um, Well, that's what you just said. You said so far it's it's you just said it was early in the week. I'm kind of running yeah, with your improv I mean, here. I like, well, I mean, I, no, I said I didn't want to pull back the curtain on the whole recording. Uh, the week is very young right now. Uh, yes, it is. But you, yes, it is. I mean, if you want to pretend that today is Tuesday, sure. Okay, today is. So Monday is, was great. Yesterday, I rode in a hot air balloon um, around <laughs> the world. Uh, it, it was. It, I've seen things I never thought I'd see before. It was awesome. And there we are on Tuesday, and I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> who, who could? What could be better? Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna pull back the curtain. Then today is actually Sunday. Uh, it is my older son's seventh birthday. Uh, Derek, we went to Chuck E. Cheese today. 
Oh, is th- was and, today pay your age day at Chuck E. Cheese? No, no. Today is, you know, pay us a lot of money for pizza and games I and kids it was screaming. Pay your day. Age for games or something like that. They were doing the Build a Bear thing. Oh, well, uh, you know what? Uh, we had a birthday party package, so I don't know if they just ignored that for us. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Have you done the Chuck E. Cheese birthday party yet? No, we went to Chuck E. Cheese one time as a family when my daughter was like five, it was before a second one came along, maybe four, and my wife got strep throat from the experience, mm. so we've never gone back. No. Well, at the end of the school year, I, I took the boys. I thought it would get out of their system, uh, but no, uh, Dante continued to ask and ask to go to Chuck E. Cheese for his birthday today, and I was very much not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a blast, though. Oh. Uh, well, the pizza is cool. actually not too bad. Most impressive, though, uh, getting to walk up to the ticket counter with about 7,500 tickets. Oh, boy. They did it go nuts. I, pretty much, yeah. They I'm Actually, well, they didn't do too bad, but we even uh, we shared them with some other people. I hit a 1,000 ticket thing mm-hmm. on some kind of fishing game, and then uh, while you sit there and you have to wait like five minutes for the 1,000 tickets to dispense for you, Mm-hmm. My uh, youngest son hit a thousand tickets on the other half of the game, and so we basically like nobody else could play the game for a while. Ah, oh, so sweet! You guys got the same five hundred tickets. So you got like three pencil toppers and some tootsie rolls. What a day! Yeah, and a couple of, a couple other small things. Actually, we had a we got a um like a little mini like candy claw game. Uh, they got some cars. They got we uh our. Our babysitter was there, and so she wanted a backpack of some sort, so we got that. Oh, nice. I mean, it's It was nuts. We had so much stuff. What a um, bunch of sweet, but, delicious things that you guys got. Yeah, so, we, so we've so we had that. Tomorrow is the younger son's birthday. Uh, we'll do some fun stuff uh, for that as well. And then um, also uh, Atlanta Comic Con was going on this weekend, so I did oh. a little bit of that as well. Oh, so you, you want a bunch of stuff, and you... Said we got to break fast out of here, and then you went to Atlanta Comic Con. Uh, well, no, that was on Friday and Saturday. I did that. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you said I got to break fast out of here and take my sweet no, stuff. No, no, no. And then we just had to hurry up and get out of there because it was just ridiculous to have that much stuff, that many sure. tickets, and we were there from like one o'clock till almost six. That, that's a lot of time so. to be. To be dunking yeah. to- tokens into machines and mm-hmm. plucking mm-hmm. things out. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of time to, uh, lots of time to sit back and and uh, just enjoy, enjoy life and seeing your kids just have a, a really good time. Yep. And so speaking of big circle uh, of life, right? Yep. Well, not, I guess not the whole circle. I guess <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be a terrible birthday to have. Uh, just a good good arc on the circle of life. Um, yeah, um, <laughs> it'd be a little weird to have that Chuck E. Cheese like a whole thing where a, the, Chucky comes from, out and holds from up birth to death of he Chuck holds up cheese. a mini Chuck. <laughs> now, now that is a show I'd see. Chuck E. Cheese comes out and births a baby, um, holds it above the crowd, anoints it king of Chuck E. Cheese. Chucky is then dead, and then the little Chucky runs off and then comes back. That would be awesome. Chuck. Chucky's evil British speaking uncle does something to to get yeah, rid of his big father. scar on his face. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm taking up way too much time. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, but I was, I was, what I was going to say is, speaking of kids having a good time, 
every other Tuesday, you and I get together with an esteemed oh. guest, <laughs> and we fabricate fictitious film festivals and movie marathons in, in a nice little draft style order. And then we eventually turn around and make a, a, a small film festival uh, out of it. But we don't always do that. Uh, we've, and we've had some other silly episodes. Uh, we have, uh, we've done two movies where we have made up um, a pirate uh, cat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. We have done Meowkins. And then the very M. Night Shyamalan-esque uh, diorama about uh, oh, yeah. some little five-foot people living in a diorama in a cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, both have sequels uh, that I'm sure will be greenlit at some point in time, mm-hmm. and, and we can get back around to those. But probably our silliest episode of, that we ever had was our 2017 wrap-up. <laughs> and uh, we had a gentleman come on, uh-huh. and we, we surprised him, and... Uh, Told him, let's talk about movies that you've never seen. And I'll be honest, he really held his ground pretty well. Uh, back today for a bit of redemption is Chris Osborne from Play Comics. Chris, welcome back to the show. Hey, Keith and Derek. It's nice to be back today. Um, I am so much more ready for this one than I was last time. All right. Excellent. Now, before we can get into new business, Derek, you and I have uh, unfinished business, Chris. Oh, no. Hopefully. <laughs> It goes back to 1996. Oh, <laughs> it does. Oh. It does. Uh, no, Chris, very important question. All of our listeners, they're on the edge of their seats right now. Have you seen Murder on the Orient Express yet? And did you enjoy it? I have not seen it because I went and looked at reviews and stuff and everybody I looked at and people that I, I'm friends with saw it and they're like, dude, you wouldn't like it. So I just didn't bother. All right. I probably should have told you you should watch it this week, uh, just to make sure. But anyway, I've seen it, uh, Derek. I don't think you've no, seen I it. We'll never see it. <laughs> nope. I watched it on an airplane solely because of the fact that Chris, you picked it and had not seen it in in our in our 2017 review because you got to the end of four rounds and you didn't have uh, another movie. And Derek and I have had fun. You know, we we don't do it every episode, but we poke a little fun here and there uh, about you. Uh, throughout the uh, the history of our episodes, <laughs> when I set it up so beautifully for you, I can't blame you at all. Yeah, through through like forty two episodes now, I think we've made reference in in a decent amount of them. Uh, and so I said, I said, Derek, we really need to have Chris coming back on. He has to be able to represent himself uh, in in a, an outstanding manner that that we know he's capable of. And so this week, I made sure that we kind of we kind of rigged the draft a little bit for you, Chris. Folks, we are going to skip movies altogether this week, Aww. and we are going to be drafting a dozen donuts. That's right. There's three of us here, four rounds. You can do the math. It is a dozen donuts. Now, Derek, I asked you this like two months ago. I was like, hey, do you care if we sometime just stop and draft a dozen donuts just to kind of break up the monotony? And, and uh, hey, you were game. Oh, yeah. uh, you said uh, I'm I'm in the I'm in the process of killing my robot co-host. Uh, oh, well, I'm saying. putting weird sound oh, effects no. into things, mm-hmm. and uh, so and some other odd things that you told me that that you were thinking about doing for the future of other creative outlets. Uh, and I was like, okay, uh, sure. Then I think we can go ahead and do this. Okay, super. Yeah, I'm all about alienating my listening base. So let's <laughs> let's draft some donuts. All right. So folks, 
at home. We're going to do this the same way that we normally do movies, uh, but we're going to do it with donuts. And we're going to talk about uh, our, the group of us, our favorite donuts. We're going to make the perfect dozen uh, here. If uh, anybody knows a great donut place uh, near you that you think other people might travel to or something, feel free to shout it out there as well. I'm shuffling up the cards. You can hear that. All right. And uh, Derek, you'll have first pick. Oh, boy. And Chris, you'll have second. And I am in the swing seat. I'm not sure how I feel about that this week. Uh, it is late at night. I've had a nice, good meal today, so hopefully this draft won't make me too hungry. But Derek, what are you going to start us off with? Oh, boy. This is exciting. Um, once I found out that I was going to be doing this... Um, donut draft i've been wanting to do it i've been wanting to plug these donuts because they are the best donuts i have ever had in my entire life hyper specific here it is an old-fashioned donut with chocolate cover it's a chocolate covered old-fashioned donut from do right donuts in chicago illinois the best donuts on the face of the earth i kid you not they will change your life there it is all right so it's a chocolate frosted old-fashioned no, it's not cho- it's not frosted. It's an old fashioned donut, and then they clearly they dip it in chocolate, right? So it's got chocolate covered instead of chocolate on top. Uh, it is it's crunchy, uh, it's sweet, it's moist in the middle. Man, it is a good donut. So uh, the whole thing you, is coated in chocolate. No, just the top half. Okay. So like the the northern hemisphere is is covered in chocolate. The bottom hemisphere is <laughs> is is donut, right? The southern hemisphere that that you you can get them at their store, but you can also get them at this. I'm going to plug this too. This uh, fantastic coffee shop I used to go to on Belmont all the time. Uh, it's called Dark Matter Coffee. Whew, man, they have they had the best. They call them Mayan mocha uh, lattes. It was uh, it was mocha with uh, like cayenne pepper and some man that that was and man that was a good that was a good drink and that was an amazing donut. That was that was my morning like almost every morning for one winter and yeah it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't the right choice to make but it was the right choice to make. All right, well this uh, okay so an old fashioned is my wife's favorite donut. Oh, um, so I, I had I had it on my list here, and I actually had, I had to do a little bit of research on it just to make sure that it doesn't, because um, it's very similar to something that I'm planning on picking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, uh, if if it comes to me, um, but what I had here is so an old fashioned. Uh, it is round shaped with tapered edges instead of just completely round. Uh, apparently, yeah. it came out in like 1829. They're deep fried and they're known the it's the crispy texture. Uh, yes. around them that that and the tapered edges is what separates that from uh some other potential donuts that we could be picking here today yeah it it's it's not a it's not a perfect hoop it it looks it looks like they're like each one was crafted individually by some crazy donut maker uh, like locked in a basement chained to something he's just like crafting each donut individually and kind of uh, like when they went yeah, to take the holes out they maybe like they smash it down or something a bit is that kind of like because doesn't have like the edges kind of look like maybe somebody's squished like a normal donut a little bit. Maybe yeah, the little pinches and there. It's a very uneven thing. It, it looks like a homemade. You know how like a homemade hamburger patty has that quality to it, where it's like, oh, it's a little bit broken over here and mm-hmm. squishy on one side, maybe thicker on one side than the other. That's just what an old fashioned is. And because it, it's deep fried, it gets crunchy. But man, then inside and do right donuts in Chicago, they make the best old fashioned. 
uh, donut. Under. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm already excited that we did this episode because this is the most enthusiasm I think you've had uh, on some draft picks in, in the last couple of weeks. So I'm, I'm glad just we're hoping somebody hears it and I get like a dozen donuts in the mail. That's all I'm. That's... <laughs> uh, Chris, where do you stand on old fashions? I haven't had one, but oh, man, that sounds so good. <laughs> I do like the drink. Uh-huh. Isn't exactly the same thing at all. But oh, that donut sounds so good. We are not starting off well. Uh, oh, you were ex- okay. All right. No, I'm I thought you said here for something. Uh, okay, <laughs> interesting. Now, not a lot of places have them either. I'm. I think they're a little harder no, to find like, in some places. They, they kind of have something similar at, at Dunkin' Donuts, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun, uh, Chris. I hope you've at least had four donuts in your life. I've had. Um, what is the first one you want to go with? I've had at least four different kinds of donuts this weekend, so I think we'll be okay. Okay, you're you're prepping. Oh, I mean, this is total prep. I had the wife prepping with me. It was like a full-on scientific donut fest over here. Oh, hey, before you jump in your pick, and before I forget, uh, as I said, um, you know, so my son's back-to-back birthdays today. We had a BB-8 cake. Uh, tomorrow, my wife is actually making a donut cake. Because uh, that is what the youngest asked for was a donut cake, like just the shape of a donut, or we haven't decided yet. She may actually no, uh, it's gonna be a shape of donut, but she hasn't decided yet whether she's gonna try and like fry up a donut type thing or just make one that looks like it. Oh, so you said that, and I instantly yeah, I thought the- like donuts stacked together. In the shape of a cake. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I would have been okay with that, too. But, uh, no, he actually asked for, like, a cake that looks like a donut. So we, we clarified that okay. with him today. Or a, a cake yeah. with a bunch of donuts in the middle of it. <laughs> that could also work. I'm kind of okay. With, I'm okay with any combination of those. Uh, Chris, what, what kind of donut, though, uh, do you think would be uh, great for any day, whether it's a kid's birthday or not? Well, my first pick, I mean, Every single apple orchard I have ever been to has had some amazing apple variety of donuts. But specifically for mine, there's an orchard up in York, South Carolina called Windy Hill Orchard and Cider Mill. And they have these apple cider donuts. And, oh, they're just amazing. All right. So what? Uh, what's an, an apple cider donut? Tell us a little bit about it. What are the specifics of it? I've guaranteed I've had one at one point in time in my life, but I may have confused it with something else. You've got a little bit of that apple tartness in there. It's got some apple cider kind of worked into it. So you get even more apple taste of it. But most of all, I mean, they have them out when it's apple picking time. So you go around the orchard, you finish picking your apples and then you get to eat all these amazing donuts instead of eating all the apples you just picked. Yeah, because who needs to be healthy with the oh, apples? We gotta... That's what later in the week is for. Now, now, every apple cider donut I've ever had is usually like sugar frosted, like the the, the crystallized granulated sugar mm-hmm. and like the and it has like cinnamon and sugar like dusting on it. The same thing here? Yeah, there's not a ton of sugar on this one. I'm also somebody who likes sugar, so I might not be the best judge of that. But, you know, it's definitely got a cinnamon on there. And granted, I haven't been to a ton of apple orchards outside of my little corner of the country. But this is the best one that I've had from all the apple orchards I've been to. And it's it's a pretty thick donut, like a heavy donut as well. It's a, it's a cake donut usually. Yeah, that's yeah. what these are. 
right, and then uh, good with uh, apple cider. Or are we over going over the top if we do that? Oh, I always drink apple cider with it anyway. I don't think it's too much. What did you think that you may have confused an apple cider donut for, Keith? An apple juice donut? Because the two are <laughs> very different. No, just the the kind of the way that you were explaining, like the one it's got some cinnamon sugar sprinkle type kind of coating to it. Um, it's kind of a, maybe a thicker, heavier cake donut. Um, I think my stepmom's mother used to make some that were a little bit similar to this, but I don't think they were actually apple cider ones. But they're kind of that's what I kind of picture when I think of them. All right. So, I mean, you guys described exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Chris, do these usually have like chunks of apple in them as well? Is that is that a thing? They don't at this one unless you, you just happen to have a knife with you and cut it up and put it on top. And it sounds like you've done that. Yeah, I've tried it. Um, it's not the best thing in the world because I don't think that texture goes too well together. But, I mean, it's not horrible. If somebody made it, I'd still eat it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, again... I, you really have to mess up some stuff with uh, donuts to um, to make me not want to eat it. I mean, it's you've got to go out of your way to mess something up so bad that I can't enjoy uh, a donut. So, uh, speaking of donuts that I enjoy, let me jump into both my first and second pick here. All right, now my first one is going to seem it's going to seem maybe very basic. Uh, it's going to feel very much. Um, I don't know, like people are going to think it's a little bit of an odd pick, but I'll explain why uh, I pick it. Uh, and Derek, why I asked a few more questions and, and I did a little research about the old fashioned, um, especially the one that you picked that is old fashioned with like a little bit of a chocolate on top mm-hmm. uh, is because my first pick is a uh, cake donut with chocolate frosting. Mm-hmm. And I, I've got a couple different places that I can recommend, but I'm actually specifically picking Dunkin Donuts version. Mm, okay. And that the main thing is a, a chocolate uh, frosted cake donut. So unlike the old fashioned that's got those little textured edges, this is kind of like the nice, perfectly rounded mm-hmm. out uh, one. It is my that's my favorite donut uh, ever. Is is that donut? It's mm-hmm. and the reason I picked the Dunkin' Donuts version is because of the fact that you have the consistency from Boston to Florida to Chicago to Texas to California. Any place you find Dunkin' Donuts, they have them there, and there's a consistency level to them that you know you're going to get uh, the the same good flavor of that very specific donut. Is it the best chocolate frosted cake donut I've ever had? No, it's not. Um, But is it near the top? (laughs) But it's near the top because it's actually the one that I know that I'm I'm gonna at least have a good donut if I if I'm just out someplace and I and I want a donut for a day. I can get that anywhere. Is the Dunkin' Donuts one? Um, if I had to pick something a little more local or uh, regional, um, Derek Greeby's uh, in Milwaukee. I don't know if you've been there yet, uh, but Greeby's Bakery makes a very very good one um, as well. Over there, it's a, another one of the places. Uh, it's one of the several food places I really do miss. Uh, from living back up north. But that's if you want to get like your local uh, variety one. But again, a chocolate frosted cake donut from Dunkin' Donuts. It's very basic, but it is, it's my favorite donut because of the fact that I know I can get it basically anywhere. And it's usually if I go someplace, if I'm traveling and I try to go to places and try different donuts shops, if I get a chance to, uh, it's something I will pick when I go someplace because it, that's kind of what I'll judge the donut shop by. 
if they can't make a good one of these, then there's problems. What if they make a really good something else, though? What if you walk in and there's a big sign that says, you have to try this, voted America's favorite donut? Mm. And you're like, hmm, that sounds really good, but uh, I'm going to judge you by not your best donut. Well, first of all, I'm not just picking one. I'm not going in just buying one donut. I mean, that's I'm going to probably get three maybe four depending on the day and <laughs> but one of them is going to be a chocolate frosted cake donut if they have it because that's i that's the one that i know the most about i'm most familiar with and then i know that it's just it's it's also a very basic donut if you cannot make this one right i don't know how well i can trust the rest of what you're making i'll yeah. get you i'm the same way with macaroni and cheese at barbecue places if you can't make a good mm-hmm. mac and cheese yeah. i don't care how anything else is you're just not a good oh. barbecue place so Milwaukee is not renowned for for its barbecue, right? So there's there's places we've been trying them, and I ordered, and I'm the same way. I always get macaroni and cheese at at, at barbecue place, and I ordered delivery, and I ordered you know a brisket sandwich and a mac and cheese, and I'm like, brisket sandwich is all right, a little dry. I'm like, okay, sauce is okay. I go digging into the macaroni and cheese. The first bite, I'm like, man, this tastes a lot like corn, and then I start. <laughs> eating some more. I'm like, it's because it, it if they made their macaroni and cheese with cream corn. Get out. Get out. Nobody Ew. no Ew. human being within their right mind puts uses cream corn in macaroni and cheese. It was like almost all corn. Oh, it's so gross. Oh, I was so angry at that. I've ever heard. Yeah. And I went to culinary uh, school with people trying to make up their own dishes. Yeah, no, it was like Cream corn used as part of oh. like the the oh god oh it was it was the worst the worst I won't even give them the the opportunity to defend themselves by calling them out but just yeah. just know no, that the place not- is, is a barbecue place and I believe uh, the the guy that owns it uh, his, probably on his birth certificate its name is David but uh, he shortens it is he a famous guy I don't know. But yeah. it's just Dave's barbecue. Uh, there's, a, there's there's some of them in Milwaukee. They're terrible. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah, cream corn and macaroni and cheese hit the bricks. Get out. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let me try. Let me try and steer things back into the into the positive uh, vibes here. Uh, so, if a, a chocolate frosted cake donut, Dunkin' Donuts, I think is pretty much the most basic donut one of the two or three most basic donuts you can probably pick out. Uh, my second is a little more adventurous. I think in more recent years, it's become a little bit more commonplace at, at, at a lot of donut shops. Uh, but moving down here into Atlanta, there's a couple different donut shops that really like got kind of like rave reviews and stuff. I went to them. I did not like any of them. Uh, and then one day driving to soccer, I saw Next to a gas station, there's a little place out here called Holy Donuts. I was like, "All right, let's check out the let's check out the local fair here." Walk in, sampling a couple things that they have, and the one that has caught my attention the most is a uh, it's a, a raised donut, so it's kind of like the fluffy uh, type of donut. A yeast donut. Yep, and it is a maple donut with bacon sprinkles. Mm-hmm. And it is absolutely amazing. I've had these at other places where the kind of the bacon flavor gets a, is a, doesn't mix right, or they don't get the maple frosting right, or 
something along the lines. This is a perfect blend of the bacon, the frosting, and the donut. And it is so, so delicious. Um, it, it's easily one it, it's easily one of my, you know, top three favorite donuts right now. It, I wish I could get people to come out to uh to you know where I live in the middle of nowhere um because this place it is out here I don't know how anybody would really find it but they seem to always have uh plenty of people coming through uh that they're also not too big that like you know where you don't have to stand in like huge lines um their other donuts are really good as well but this is the this is the key one that when I go in there I'm, I'm definitely uh grabbing one to to go uh right away it, it's so delicious um how, what do you guys are you guys good with the bacon on donuts what are you guys thinking on that with that one, yeah. I mean, for some reason, that one works. Um, that was actually going to be my next pick, except without the bacon and just not there specifically. Because the bacon sprinkles are... It's kind of like when you get bacon on pizza. It's such a wide variety of what you actually get that I want to try it without the bacon first and then you know make sure that they have good bacon before I ruin a donut with horrible bacon. But when they get it right, it's so good. I was actually going to draft a bacon donut, but I won't now. But uh, it was from this place in Chicago that doesn't exist anymore. They closed down. It was called Glazed and Infused. And they had a long john that was conspicuously the same length as a piece of candied bacon. Right? Hmm. So yeah, the long john, maple frosting, and then the, the candied bacon on top of it. Man, that was a good donut. Yeah. Now, if you take the bacon off uh, of it, uh, Chris, as you were saying, it, it's still – they actually have a really good – you know, just maple donut as well, because um, they have they have them both the same way. But I don't see the point of not getting the the bacon on it. Um, and I've had a ba- I've had bacon donuts at a couple different places, but this is uh, this was really on point. And uh, it's not it's not too heavy, and the bacon is not too overpowering either with it. So, and and it's got a good crisp crispness to it. But like I said, I think over like the last few years, this is pretty much everyone has a bacon donut of some sort. Uh, when you go to them, especially if it's a local, you know, mom and pop stop shop, as opposed to like a Dunkin' or something like that, that you know doesn't have a, a lot of they have variety, but not not these kind of like you know more uh, high end or fancier donuts like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, Chris, what are you going to go with on uh, on your second one? As we as we've we filled out one third of our dozen here, what are we going to roll with? Well, my next one is going to be a donut that. I learned to love because growing up, my brother and sister hated this kind of donut. And so I knew that if I asked for one of the lemon filled donuts, Mm -hmm. it was mine and nobody would ever try to take it. Oh boy. So you're eating a lemon filled donut. Yep. And you started like, eating it specifically because nobody else would touch it. I mean, I like lemon <laughs> stuff now anyway, so it might have come from that. I might just naturally like lemon things. But just like with all the lemon starbursts and stuff, my brother and sister hated it. So it was just I didn't have to you know, try to rush in there, grab the donut that I wanted from the box before they did. And so this is kind of like uh, it's a, a full like whole no, no, uh no hole in the middle type donuts are filled uh, yep. it, was it powdered sugar on the outside or like a, a granular sugar on the outside or I prefer it without, but I'll take it either way. Okay. And do you have a, do you have a place that you're, that you go to for this specifically or that, you know, that when you go there, 
it's going to be great. I don't really worry too much about where on this one. I mean, obviously Dunkin' Donuts has a good one there. Um, Publix with their wonderful bakery usually has a pretty good one. Yeah. I'm, I don't like, I'm not a big lemon guy, so I usually steer away from, from this one. Derek, are you a lemon and dessert person? I love lemon bars, lemon cookies, lemon whatevers. I'm a fan of lemon, lemon donuts. I don't know if I've ever had a lemon donut though. Like, so well, see, my strategy works for at least half yeah, of you. Yeah, but then. like, like I'll even <laughs> indulge if if that's like if I have a particular sweet tooth and I'm at a gas station, like one of those Hostess pies that has the lemon filling in it. So that's cool too. Ooh. Yeah, mm, I like lemon. Never had a lemon donut. Uh, oh, I can't remember but, the last time I went to lemon pies, but you know, whatever. I gotta say, Chris, you're but you're you're the way that you got to it was just like I know nobody's gonna touch this. So I'm going to get this yep. to make sure I can have a donut or have an extra donut so I don't have to fight over. And I'm going to learn to love this one regardless. Exactly. I mean, when you can go in there and grab the chocolate-covered ones or anything else, I don't want to put any ideas in your mm-hmm. head, but you know, any other flavor of donut, you know you can grab those, but your lemon one is still sitting there for when everybody else is done. It's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. All right. Speaking of things that give us good feelings, Derek, your next two picks – uh, what's how they're gonna make our belly feel? Man, I get back to backs, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna do the basic thing, and then I'm gonna go big time with the second pick. So my first, my next pick, the basic one, uh, actually, store bought donut, like grocery store from a box. <laughs> it's it's in very specific here. It's Entman's, uh, rich frosted donut. That's a that's the the. Cake donut on the inside that's entirely coated in chocolate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about now. Here is why I'm choosing that specific donut because if you break it in half and dip it in milk, right, the chocolate coating acts as like this protective barrier that maintains the integrity and the shape of the donut, while the donut like sucks up the milk and becomes like this really this gooey dessert sort of thing. And then the chocolate is still crunchy, so you're like. Bite off and then you can dunk it again. That is why I'm choosing that one. And this is this is like the big brother of like the Intamin's mini donut, right? The like the donut gem things. Is that basically what I it is? No I, I can't tell you the last time I've had one of these. Um, when I used to work at the grocery store, wait, well, you know, when I used to work at the grocery store, that was uh, this is a while ago. coming up on 30 years, right? So it's been a long time they used to have them, and that's what we used to do just like buy a box of those donuts, and then yeah, you could just dunk that in there. Man, it was so good. Well, they, they still have them uh, sure. at most I'm, grocery stores. I'm on stores. the website right now. Intamins, yeah. That's why I know well, it's Well, it's the- also because I have I try to, I, every time I walk by, I go, should I buy that box of donuts or should I just keep moving? And I, I keep moving most times. Just my the, the healthier side of me kind of takes over enough to get me past it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, now if it was a package of three or four, you'd probably get it. But... Well, no, I've probably gone by and I've and I've picked up the 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 six pack of donut gems, the little mini ones that they have. Which oh, are I, don't, very... I, I don't. When you say that, I don't know what those are. I just know the, the this, little the, 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 donut little, the mini donuts. They sell them like the bag. Oh, or like or like the hostess like, like, like the hostess ones that come in the sleeve. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, this yeah. is the, this is like the the big version of that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I'll I'll pass on buying like the the box of those ones, and I'll go and grab the the little the little mini ones. Good move. Um, 
because I think that's healthier to eat those instead. Which sure, they're smaller, less calories. Mm. It's got to be healthier for you. Oh yeah, yeah. Chris, so you said you go to Publix every now and then, and, and you go to their bakery. But are you uh, specifically like if you go to a store, are you a go right to the bakery, or do you buy a store bought donut ever? I mean, I've got no problem with a store bought donut. Honestly, most of the time that's where I get them because all the donut shops around here are a little bit out of the way for me. More so because the grocery stores are just ridiculously close to me. Mm-hmm. So the more basic things like that or your more getting to be more traditional flavors are a real good thing to pick up when you've got a good bakery at the grocery store. Well, yeah, but um, I guess about, so like what about like kind of like in Derek's case here? So like if you're put the bakery at your grocery store is crap, are you good with like just going and picking up like donuts in the uh, – the snack aisle or the, I guess it was be the, the bread aisle or something where they have those. Are you fine with that? Is that still a, a good choice? Oh yeah. When, I mean, when I used to go to the flea market, I'd stop at the grocery store on the way home and just grab the Philo box of 12. Mm, yeah. Usually split up with the plain, the white powder and the cinnamon sugar. All right. So if my kid wants a donut cake tomorrow, he may also be getting donuts for breakfast at this point. Might be a, might be a run in the morning. This is getting me in the mood here. Uh, Derek, what are you going to, so, all right. So you've got, you've got the nice old fashioned that you've gone with here. And then you've got the Entenmann's uh, chocolate one that you, you break it nicely in half. You dip it in the milk, let it soak it up. and still have a little crunch to it. What, what's a third donut for you? So the third donut I'm doing is it's going to be another hyper specific location in Chicago, but these donuts are dumb. They are so dumb. They had, it has to be a 2000 calorie donut. I'm not even joking. Uh, they come from Stan's Donuts. Um, they have these things called Biscoff Pockets, right? Um, so I, I don't know how to describe it other than I would say it's like uh, maybe like it's a four inch by four inch uh, square donut that's filled with something. And the one I'm going to choose specifically is the peanut butter Biscoff uh, pocket because it's got a big glob of peanut butter on the inside and then it's fried and they cover that with chocolate and all sorts of other little things and like peanut butter drizzles and all this kind of stuff uh the donut is is dumb it is so dumb it is it's enormous uh it is uh i'm sure people you know you know there's that that uh, heart attack uh diner or whatever out in las vegas or nevada or wherever where if you yeah. weigh like 400 pounds, eat for free, and people have died while eating there and stuff like that. This could be a dessert there. That's how just ridiculous this donut is. But that's what I'm going for. Stan's Donuts in Chicago, the peanut butter Biscoff pocket. Well, that just sounds like a giant Reese cup. It is, but in donut form. That's amazing. It is. Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not. You're not doing a disservice if you say it's that. No, it's about the size of your hand, and then if you put both hands together, that's how thick it is. It's huge. It's just an enormous donut thing. Mm, the the doughboy's best. Yeah, that's the one right there. And if you find the peanut butter pocket, that's the one. If you could find a picture of it, I'm sure yeah, three seventy five each. Yeah, or thirty eight ninety five a dozen. Yeah. Holy crap! Okay. Well, next time I am up north, I know where I will be going. That sounds that sounds quite delicious. I like things with uh, peanut butter and chocolate and stuff. So, uh, if you shove that all into a donut, that is even better. And that's a a, a peanut butter bis, biscoff bis, 
Bischoff yeah, Pocket. Or Bischoff Pocket. I don't know. There, I just, I just linked you a picture of what they are. All right. And the, and and there's there's nothing there. And this one's a little more chocolatey than I remember it being. The last one, I, the one I had was like had like one of the like the the clear sugary glazes on it with like a drizzle and some chocolate. But that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. the idea. Mm-hmm. And there's Delicious. nothing there for scale. So uh, uh, imagine uh, a an apple sitting next to it <laughs> and being a, being dwarfed by this donut. <laughs> that that looks. Uh, yeah, that's not healthy at all. No, no there's nothing healthy about no, it. No, 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 no. It's really good. Oh, that looks lovely, though. Mm-hmm. I could eat that. Yeah. All no, right. Oh, no, they're silly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that is, man. Whew. Be a nice thing if we see if we can get a, a listener to uh, maybe do the uh, pop up filmcast challenge and see if they can eat all twelve of these donuts. Find, <laughs> yes, eat all twelve of these donuts in one sitting. Uh, do you guys think how many donuts could you eat in, in one sitting? Oh, that's a bad question. It depends on what the donuts are, but at, at least a couple for sure. A couple. I mean, you feel like you're selling yourself short there. Yeah, I'm not trying to incriminate myself. Like if, if there's a if there's a good half dozen there, uh, and I have time, I could probably eat a whole lot. But I, I don't want to say that because that's kind of gross <laughs> on my part. So we'll let okay. it go. Excellent. All right, uh, Chris. As we are building the the perfect dozen here. Uh, where are you going to go with your next one? Next one, I'm going to go with a local place for me in Charleston called Diggy Donuts. They have a little food truck that goes around all over the place and well, all over the place here in Charleston. And they just have some wonderful flavors. I mean, the one I'm going to pick is though, like anything you get from there is going to be good. But the one I'm going to pick is called Boozy Buttercream. With them, it's a rum and cinnamon donut. It's a big step up from the lemon filled. Tell you that. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, the lemon filled is like my. It's your, like, reliable bench guy. So it's a rum and cinnamon. Yep, rum and cinnamon. And is that then like is is it a buttercream frosting on top of it? Then is that is that where we're getting the boozy buttercream part? Is that is it a frosted yeah. type thing, or is it or inside of it? Uh, it was on top the last time I had it. Okay. Being a food truck, they can play around with things every once in a while. What? And, uh, is it their food truck? Is it all donuts, or they got, do they have other things that they serve? And this is a uh, just a side item, or is it just oh, strictly pretty, all donuts? It's, it's pretty much all donuts. All right. They probably show up at a lot of farmers markets. Yep, that um, show up at some of the breweries. Oh, nice! So the breweries don't have to worry about getting food licensed. So what are some of the other donuts that they have? Just, I mean, if this is the main one you're going for, but it sounds like, so if they, if they show up at, at breweries and stuff like that, are they, do they mostly have like a kind of a booze type theme to them or, or something? They have like some specific uh, things that kind of connect them that way or. I mean, there's a few things in there. There's one called minty mojito. It's uh, fresh lime and mint, mm. but then there's also one called the nutty rooster. That's a creamy peanut butter and spicy sriracha chili paste. And I haven't been able to have that one yet because they just they have they don't have all their flavors every time they go out, and mm-hmm. I just haven't been able to catch it when they have that one. But friends they I know get, that have had it said it's just amazing. They have a brick and mortar location as well, or are they food truck only? Just the food truck. No, all right, nice. And so they just kind of rotate and and change things up every uh, every so often. 
with flavors. Yep. All right. So boozy buttercream. Uh, is it a cake donut or is it a, a raised? What kind of a? Yeah. Um. This is a fried one. Makes it easy on the food truck because they can just kind of pop things in okay. and have them relatively fresh. All right. Nice. Nice. That's uh, that's an interesting one there. Hmm. That sounds very very tasty. Very tasty. All right. Uh, I am going to add in to the mix here as we're closing out the uh, third quarter of our delicious dozen donuts here. And I am going to go with a, I'm going to go with another one that's pretty heavy calorie and pretty heavy overall. And that is a Boston cream donut. Mm. Uh, I am a fan of this one. This is a, uh, it's, it's the raised kind of yeast donut. Chocolate frosting on top, and then a, a custard uh, pumped into the middle of it, uh, making it uh, it's a very heavy uh, donut to eat. And also, if your if your donut shop is good, uh, the and they're good at what they do, the the custard is going to kind of be nice and proportionate with with each bite, so you don't get like you know eat like you know two thirds of the donut of all just pastry and chocolate, and then you finally get to like that end part where all the custard is, uh, you get a little, a nice good bite of, of it with each and every one of them. And, uh, this is another, this is another one of those ones. I, I probably shy away from a little bit only because like I try not to get every time because if I'm going out for donuts, you know, they are going to be high calorie in the first place. I'm trying not to go too crazy when I do it. Um, but this is one, if, if there's one around and and I can, I've got no, nothing else to do and I've got no reason to, to hold back at all on on eating, uh, I'll go for one of these. Um, nobody else in my family here uh, seems to like them as well, so I don't ever have to fight or argue with anybody over them. And it's it's very delicious. Um, I do like a good Boston cream pie overall as well. That's probably another reason that I'll go for this because it's just the donut version of that. Um, but yeah, I don't have any specific place to send you for a Boston cream, but they are uh, they're quite tasty. I mean, Boston Cream is another one of those ones where if they if the place can't make them well enough, you probably don't want to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's another standard. You know, most donut shops have it, and if again, like I said, if they're if they're a good donut shop, they're going to get it to where you're. The mix of everything you're getting is is nice and proportionate. Let's see. So I'll I will uh, I'll post a picture to uh, to Twitter. Um, later, but, uh, about a year ago, I, I did a little, um, uh, used oil pastels and I did, a, I did a, a painting of a dozen donuts and, uh, the, uh, the Boston cream is actually one of the dozen that's on there. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And it, it's a, uh, it's a good, uh, I, I like, I like, I don't like, um, I don't like jelly. Donuts, I guess that much. Um, trying to take from other picks, uh, but I do like a, a donut that's got like a good custard in it, um, or other stuff that that's filled with it. Or like I asked um, when you mentioned uh, Chris the the boozy buttercream, and you mentioned that it was on the top. Um, I think it's uh, Derek. It's the Greebies Donuts up there in Milwaukee. They actually have a, a buttercream donut where it's uh, it's uh, filled. Much like a Boston mm. cream is, they fill the the middle with buttercream, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a uh, it is again, it, but it's again a very heavy donut uh, overall to eat, but it's very delicious as well. Um, so that's where I'm going to go with that uh, Boston cream. Uh, no particular place now. Let's see, what do I want to? 
All right, so you guys, you let me know if this if this counts or not. Uh, most donut shops seem to have this, so I'm kind of rolling along with it and, and thinking it's okay uh, to pick. But if you guys say that this doesn't qualify, I I'll go for a I'll go for a backup. Uh, but I'm gonna go with a cinnamon roll. Sure. And like a uh, most of them, I guess, are kind of like even uh, cinnamon roll slash honey bun type thing because cinnamon roll and it's a little it's slightly glazed. You know, usually at most places. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I lived in Milwaukee for seven years, so Greebies was a constant go-to. Theirs was good, and Holy Donuts down here, which is now my—I mean, unless we're just not in the area uh, around the house to to go over there, um, that's my go-to place now. And they have a really, really good cinnamon roll as well. It's quite delicious, and. Uh, yeah, as, as long as you're making a good, if you can make that that really well, uh, it gives it gives a good variety. Maybe you know it's not necessarily a donut, but most donut shops have it, so you can go in and you it's good with coffee um, and stuff like that as well. So you maybe if you for some reason you go and you're not 100 percent in the mood for you know all the, I guess a lot. Well, there's obviously the the cinnamon and the most of them are glazed, so it's still going to be sweet. But if you're not looking for your your traditional donut fair but you still want to have something in that's in that same pastry realm this is a this is a good one and those are both delicious they're nice and um uh fluffy you know as it you know you can peel them and you start from the outside and you peel it around until you get to that nice middle that's got uh you know the most cinnamon and stuff in one bite once you get to the middle uh they're they're quite delicious overall can't argue with that cinnamon roll is delicious that is going to be uh, my last one. I'm going to go with the cinnamon roll. You probably have a place near you. Some everyone has a place that that has a good cinnamon roll. Um, I'm again. I'm going to go with Holy Donuts because it is my my current donut love right now. Uh, but that is a it's excellent choice. You can throw it in the microwave, warm it up a little bit. It's always pretty good. Um, so, uh, Chris, we will go back to you. I have one question about your cinnamon rolls before we go there. How big are they there? Oh, absolutely. Ask away. The size of a hubcap. No, uh, size of my hand easily. Because we've got a place that my wife and I go to brunch a lot. And when they actually have their cinnamon rolls, they're about as big as her face. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay, I don't know what to say because I don't know if... I I mean, she has a normal-sized adult person. Okay, okay. Gotcha. She's an abnormally large head, and uh, no, um, yeah. So, what's the name of that place? I mean, that place is just called Sunrise Bistro. Um, they're certainly not set up to be like a donut shop or anything. They just happen to have really good cinnamon rolls. Mm-hmm. And that's it. so. If you go there for brunch, is that like is it almost like an appetizer that you can order to the table? She gets it as her breakfast. Oh wow! Okay, because um, there's a place, there's a chain of restaurants. Uh, Derek, there's probably one. I think there's one near you, um, but there's a, there's a few more as you go towards. I think it's Iowa and Minnesota. It's a place called Machine Shed. Okay. And they have a. It's almost like an appetizer. They have a very large cinnamon roll that you can order. Um, it okay. is quite tasty. Sure. Uh, but it's all it's like if you're getting that, don't go getting pancakes and everything else with your breakfast. Just you know, get the rest being like you know a little bit lighter, like eggs and. <laughs> Uh, bacon or sausage stuff. You don't need all that on top of it. 
just go light with like a, a couple two three eggs, uh, some some bacon, some sausage, hash browns. Don't 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 get more pancakes with that. Just too much. <laughs> no, uh, the 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 handful of times we went there, it was bought. It was purchased as something for the entire table to split up. Much like if you got uh, bread brought to your table. Um, or breadsticks or anything like that at dinner time. Uh, this would be the breakfast type version of it. But yeah, it's a very good size. Mm. The one that I'm talking about, normal one person eating size. Oh, that just sounds amazing. It, it's very good. I'm going to probably have one tomorrow now. So do you have your life alert bracelet on? Because it sounds like <laughs> you're you're fixing for a diabetic coma uh, sometime tomorrow. Mm. <laughs> so, no, I, uh, right. Well, no, I'm just really in the. I'm I'm more in the mood for donuts now. Leave the window cracked if you pass out in your car. It's hot down in Atlanta. Don't want you to cook in there. <laughs> well, I mean, we're going. I'm going to take the dogs for a walk first. We're going to go out uh, to Whitewater for the day and play around, uh, and 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 work everything off. So it'll be fine. Okay. And then come home at night and eat uh, a donut shaped cake. It'll be perfect. Sounds, sounds as long good. as you don't have one of those cheeseburgers with grilled cheese for buns sometime during the day tomorrow, I think you'll be fine. How was that, by the way? Oh, it was amazing. Yes. Uh, so, Derek, like, uh, Chris uh, recently uh, was sharing a picture online of a uh, lovely looking, it was a bacon cheeseburger? Yeah, it was a bacon cheeseburger with grilled cheese for buns. Um, they were playing around with different kind of cheeses and different kind of ways they could put it together. And right when me and our regular server at our regular Friday cheeseburger place got it figured out, she traded schedules with somebody so this person could watch her kids over the summer. So I've been waiting for like two months now to get my sandwich because she'd had it and I hadn't. Hmm. So as we're recording this, Friday was the first time I'd actually gotten it. It, it looked delicious. It looked very overwhelming, but delicious. Well, that, that really makes my... Out of principle, I didn't finish it. The, the cheeseburger with grilled cheese for buns really makes my trip around the world in a hot air balloon seem less significant. <laughs> All right. I mean, so, to be fair, I wouldn't be able to take a trip around the world in a hot air balloon because I think I gained 20 pounds from that sandwich. So there are some places, uh, I think Atlanta has, there, I think there's a place down here that's known for it. Um, but what, where do you guys stand on like places that use donuts as buns for their burgers? That's fine. Whatever. It's acceptable. I've never had one. I don't know if I'm brave enough to have one. I've never had one either, but whatever. And there's a place down here called Sublime Donuts. Uh, I, I had read about them uh, when I moved here and, and heard rave reviews about them. And when I tasted them, I was not blown away by the donut from it being a donut. So much so that I was like, but this actually probably would make a really good bun for a burger. Um, and I, it's, I don't, it, it's the, the texture of the donut itself. I was like, this would be much better used as a, as some sort of a, a burger bun, as opposed to um, like, if you didn't put any frosting or anything or any sprinkles, and you just fried it up, sliced it in half, boom, use that as the bun. I thought it would be pretty good more than actually uh, enjoying the donuts themselves. So Chris, when you're not uh, eating, weird Franken foods of a, of a burger and uh, the grilled cheese. What are you, what are you going to put into the last two spots we have available here? Well, for the last spot, I'm thinking, what can I bring to work? That's going to be relatively neat and pretty easy to share. So I'm going with donut holes. Oh, all right. Good. 
you can just grab one, pop it in your mouth. Worst case, you bite it in half and you can still pop the whole thing in your mouth. Minimal finger mess going on. So you can get right back to work and you can pass a plate around and everybody's going to get some because you're not going to have a plate full, but end up only having like seven donuts for 10 people. And what kind of savage bites them in half? I mean, geez, people. I don't know. I guess some people have small mouths. I don't know. Yeah. I, I am. Small I was. Mouth. Yeah. Pff, hope those type of people aren't listening. Jeez. Uh, I was tempted to to pick this. I didn't know if uh, I, I was I was trying to think as we were picking uh, and looking to pick pick a dozen. But I kind of like this. Um, some donut shops, I think, like if you order like a dozen or they they'll throw a couple of their donut holes in there, maybe to fill a little extra space or to keep things from sliding around a bit, maybe even. Um, but yeah, I, I like a good donut hole. Uh, munchkins are probably the, the go-to usually, but I mean, you know, it's, it seems like it's really kind of hard to mess those up. I mean, it's just the whole part of a donut, right? That's why I assume is that, that they're just reusing that. But I, I would imagine no. now some places, it's, it's not, especially it's, like a chain, like I, I, it's not, it's not being, it's not a re it's not like they punched the hole out and repurpose it. I mean, after it's cooked, I mean, it's still dough that's whatever well no i'm saying like a place like dunkin donuts when they're making so many like i'm sure they just have a thing where they're just plopping out like a little ball yeah i imagine so yeah and because my, my stepmom's my stepmom's mother used to make them a very thick heavy cake donut hole mm-hmm. like instead of sometimes instead of making full donuts she made this very thick and then cinnamon sugary on the outside um, that was a very dense and, and heavy donut hole. But there was no actual donuts to go along with it. Yeah, because, because the, I think they were just called donut holes to be, like, cute. I don't think, like, there was ever a point where you put a big glob of dough out and then suck the middle out and then fry that separately as a whole. No, because when you make a donut, it's like when you're making bagels, you take everything and just kind of make a ring with it. Yeah, and like if I'm not mistaken, like Dunkin' Donuts has like a gun uh, that like just fills up a chamber. It's in like a circle. That and sounds then they, so cool. You pull the trigger and it just like plops down this this ring of dough. It's like there's there's really no science to it or, or actually no art to it anymore. It's all a matter of automated. I take science. it back. I thought you meant they had a gun and you just loaded it like a, a clip and they just shot out donut holes. Like that sounds cool too. That's well, that yeah, cool. maybe I, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of like vigilante hero out there that shoots donut <laughs> holes at villains and possibly, I don't know. I, this sounds like we're making up another pop-up film here. All of a sudden, yeah, we probably uh, shouldn't. <laughs> a superhero that uses donuts to fight yeah. crime. The Dode Avenger. With his sidekick. Yeah. Munchkin. I forgot who oh. it would be. <laughs> uh, so your, your donut holes, are you, is there any kind flavors specifically that you like? I know, obviously, Dunkin' is the main one. They have they have what, the, the chocolate, they have a glaze, they have a cinnamon sugar. Do they even have like, don't they have like a jelly filled as well now? Yeah, I mean, if I want donut holes, I'm going to want the traditional, like, just regular plain donut donut holes. Because I'm getting donut holes to be neat and share. I like the chocolate flavor one uh, that the Dunkin' Donuts has. I tend to, if they're around the office, I'll usually 
swipe a couple as I'm walking by the, the box. Um, but donut holes are always good and, uh, and they'll fill in nicely, uh, throughout the, the rest of the box here as we're filling out this, uh, delicious dozen. And I'm going to go to Derek to, uh, round us out. All right. Sir. I'm having a difficult time choosing this last one because I think, I think <sighs> to be, uh, to, to play into traditions, I'm going to choose this specific thing. There was a barbecue place in Chicago that it no longer exists anymore. It was called Mr. B's Barbecue, and it was on Lincoln Avenue there. Um, for the two people listening that may possibly know what it is, that's it was there. They had a decent brisket, but they had an outstanding corn fritter the thing was sweet corn deep fried and with powdered sugar off the top of it that was about as donut as it gets um so that's that's my pick is a perfect corn fritter a, a corn fritter it, okay. it, it might as well, it is a donut that you eat with your chicken or your barbecue or whatever uh mm-hmm. yeah that's my pick yeah i'm good for adding uh adding a donut uh, to every other savory meal out there i think, it, I think it's a good uh it's good balance. <laughs> now, did they also then mix cream corn oh, in no. with that's, their macaroni? No, I've never seen anyone <laughs> prior or since do that, and because it is a terrible idea. I googled it, and apparently there was like a recipe on Google. <laughs> I'm sure there's more than one recipe. But it's like, oh, it's like somebody actually condones this, but no. Uh, anyway, corn fritter. Yeah. All right, well, we are closing out a tremendous. Uh, it's a it's a dozen and then some. Because we got those, we got those donut holes in there as well. Let's do a quick recap and see what we got going on here. Uh, Derek, you started us off with an old fashioned from Do Right Donuts. Ch- no, the chocolate covered old fashioned. Uh, sorry, the chocolate covered old fashioned. Is that a, is that a sour cream old fashioned? I, I don't know as if well it's sour cream or not. Or? To be honest, I, I just know it is the finest uh-huh. donut I've ever had in my life. Hey, Chris, you went with apple cider donuts. And what it was in Windy Hill, South Carolina. What was the name of the actual orchard place? It, the orchard was Windy Hill in York, South Carolina. Windy Hill Orchard in York, South Carolina. Yep. Uh, I went with the my my standard, the Dunkin' Donuts chocolate uh, frosted cake donut. I've got a couple other places you can go to get really good ones. Um, the place where we bought uh, the cake for my wedding. Actually had really really good ones uh, as well. It's part of the reason that we got the cake there. That's uh, down in uh, Racine, Wisconsin. I then followed up with a maple frosted donut with bacon sprinkles from uh, my local Holy Donuts. Chris, you went with the lemon filled donut as your uh, the one that you grew to love because nobody else did. Derek, you went old school. And uh, store bought here with an Entenmann's chocolate frosted donut, good for dipping in milk and and still staying uh, chocolate staying crusty to eat. Kind <laughs> of crusty, crunchy. Not well, crusty yeah, not crusty, terrible. crispy enough that it it, you know, it it soaked it up enough, but but didn't um, didn't fall Maintain apart. Maintain its integrity. Yes, when you did that. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. uh, you went with Stan's donuts, uh, and the one that's probably intrigued me the most in this entire draft is the Bischoff pocket peanut butter flavored mm-hmm. one that just looks like a, a ridiculous amount of there's no way somebody's ordering like three of those at one time and eating them. well not it, it sounds like a hopefully not as uh 
consecutively. Yeah. That's just a lot of food. Yeah, Chris is checking uh, on, on when he can get a vacation to head on up to Chicago, I think. All right, and then we went with a, a food truck, uh, Diggity Donuts, and that's in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, correct? Yep. And there's the Boozy Buttercream, which is a rum cinnamon-style uh, donut there. Uh, that Those two back-to-back, uh, probably the, the two most out of this that I, I have really piqued my uh, my attention a lot on this. They'll sound delicious, both of them. Uh, I went back with a little more basic. I, I grabbed a Boston cream, and then I I went into the uh, you know donut adjacent of a cinnamon roll. Uh, plenty of places to get it. Again, Holy Donuts is my favorite local place here. And then, Chris, you decided to uh, grab donut holes or munchkins or whatever people are calling them, uh, which are always uh, delightful, and they're great to bring to the office or um, if you're going to somebody's house, even you can bring them along, and they Probably make a good dessert at a barbecue as well. And then, Derek, you closed everything out with a corn fritter, specifically from Mr. B's Barbecue, which is, doesn't is exist anymore. You can always go to White Fence Farm if you're in the Joliet, Illinois region. Yeah, I'm sure there's some other place, but that is a excellent, um, an excellent way to round that off. And much like when we actually pick movies in this, I'm always – it's always – I always enjoy how no matter what the topic is, we are covering – you know, we, we pull in movies and, and can cover and find something for everyone. And I think we've done that here simply with this as well. You've either got uh, some of the classics. You've got something with bacon on it. Uh, you've got, uh, you know, the, the fruit-filled one of, of a lemon-filled. You've got, for the people who are maybe a little more peckish around donuts, you have the donut holes. You have the savory corn fritter. Excellent, excellent choices all around. Uh, this has been fantastic. I, I really enjoy donuts. And... I thought this would be a nice, good kind of a little breakup here of our normal standard fare that we have. Normally, we'll do, we would do a wrap-up episode. We would narrow it down to a handful of films and and pair uh, some food with it. But if we got these and we're sitting them all out on a buffet, we got just some gallons of milk and some uh, some things of coffee sitting around for everybody. Is there anything else? Maybe some apple cider next to this the apple uh, cider donuts. Anything else specifically you guys like to have with your donut? I really like to watch cartoons with my donut. I would say if you have them on DVD, then go to the second stack from the left and the fifth one down, and that's what you should watch. Specifically, though, if it's cartoon DVDs. Yes. Some person with like an adult DVD collection just passed. Oh, yeah. Donuts no, that's in, just too in, much. Nice and quiet. So I, I kind of hinted at it before. Um, so, so basically, you've got donuts, we've got some milk, we've got some coffee, we've got some apple cider, and we've got a big screen showing uh, good, nice, classic Saturday morning cartoons. That'd be that'd be perfect. I could I could see this being nice, uh, and people come in and watch those and, and have some donuts with us. If this was kind of like a one of our typical pop up film cast type uh, productions. Now, as I mentioned, I, I kind of hinted at before. Are there are there certain donuts that, that you are absolutely completely turned off by? Krispy Kreme when they're left over from the day before because people love to bring in Krispy Kreme donuts to work and then not tell anybody. So the next day they're sitting there in the kitchen at the office. Just can't do it. And they've just been sitting out. They've just been sitting yeah, out been there. Yeah, they've been sitting there all night. Or and, somebody put them know, in the refrigerator. They're not, they're not that much of a monster. Well, I mean, if they went in the refrigerator, I think they'd at least stay a little bit because you can always microwave those a bit, kind of bring them a little bit back around. Uh, two two things I could say. Uh, so as far as Krispy Kremes, 
one when when they were kind of like at their big boom and like showing up and they would have a new store open like seemed like every other day and you get in there and you try to pick up some to bring to the office and stuff and make sure you tell people about them you try to pick some up and you always have these long lines one of the best donuts i've ever had is a Krispy cream glazed donut Whereas I was waiting in line, the guy was like, here, because of your weight, and just started handing donuts out to people. But he was grabbing them right off the conveyor belt. So they perfectly warm, perfectly glazed. You know, the, the glaze hadn't even really had too much time to set. And it just it just melted uh, in my mouth. If I were to actually try to sit down and eat a dozen donuts in one sitting, I probably could do it with Krispy Kremes. They're light enough, and they, they just kind of uh, disappear pretty quickly uh the other thing is when when they weren't super popular yet and i was working for this weird door-to-door sales place uh it was horrible uh horrible place i was working at but i was working at it and i still remember going out on one of our little door-to-door sales things and one of the girls that was there was talking about how she took she took crispy cream donuts she would take a couple of them she'd put them on plate put them in the microwave heat them up a bit and then she would put syrup over them why I have no idea. I had never had a Krispy Kreme at that time. That just seems completely over the top and un- yeah, unnecessary. I'll, I'll say the thing about Krispy Kremes is I've always found them to be not very sweet at all. Like we, you need to add more sweetness to a Krispy Kreme donut because other otherwise, you know, you, you can't. You're not even going to taste it if you don't yeah. add like a bunch of maple stuff on top. Ugh. Like sounds like she's almost eating them like like waffles or or pancakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, any that. Uh, so it's really so we're basically saying, I mean, you really have to do something wrong here. Derek, did you have anything that like if you're like any donuts that you're not, you're like, Ugh. no, not really. Oh, yeah, this is really kind of hard to mess up too many. Any uh, any of your surprise we didn't pick here today? Maybe an apple fritter. No, no. Now, is apple fritter and a bear claw? Those are the same thing, basically. No, are those two not different things? <laughs> not, not even close. No, well, I, you know, they, I think they are close because I did do a wiki. No, I guarantee Look they're up not a close. Variety of... <laughs> I, I guarantee, I guarantee they're not close. A bear, uh, bear claw is like long. Uh, it's a flaky pastry filled with with like, uh, I believe it's like an almond paste, uh, and like other sides are like cut and it kind of fans out a little bit. And looks like a claw, I guess. Um, and an apple fritter, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is a big. Doll, d- doll, dough ball that has chopped up apples in it that's fried and then glazed. All right. Uh, what about a crawler? No idea what that is. Oh, yeah, those are okay. Yeah, I've never been a big fan. I know some people are big into those. Uh, Chris, anything that you were shocked didn't get picked here? I mean, I'm surprised somebody didn't go your traditional Krispy Kreme thing. But the good thing with donuts, though, is there's so much good variety in there that you don't need to go with the super safe pick like that. And pretty much every, you know, every town nowadays has a local place that's pretty trustworthy uh, for donuts. Um, so, and I'm, look, if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, wow, this is the weirdest set of movies you guys have ever picked. Hey, great. <laughs> uh, if you're a first timer wondering why we're talking about donuts and, uh, you know, this is uh, supposed to be a movie podcast. Look, we're just shaking things up. We'll be back into regular format uh, next week when we come back, but feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at pop up filmcast. Uh, there you can even email us, uh, pop up filmcast at gmail.com. 
and let us know some of your favorite donuts and uh you know maybe we'll make sure that make sure to share some of those notes and do a little uh little recap in our next full episode uh you know normal movie talk in in another week chris how are you feeling about about your return to the show i feel like it did a lot better this time it you know it's a whole lot easier you know when i realize yes i've eaten donuts versus oh crap i haven't actually seen any movies this year yeah all right good i i feel i feel good i wanted to make sure that that you got a fair shake on this show i think we accomplished that and maybe maybe one day we'll actually have you back on to talk about movies again the funny part is there's another one you recently asked me about being on and I'm not going to spoil anything about what it was, but I got home and I was watching some stuff on YouTube and it was like, oh, I probably could have done that and been fine. But at that point, I'd already told you to pass on. Oh, as opposed to the one where you're like, eh, I shouldn't be your top choice. I'm like, oh boy, I, he's probably never, he probably, you, I thought maybe you'd come on here and start picking like cheese Danish and other things like that. And like actually never actually had a donut or something along those lines. I was a little, I was a little worried, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the podcast. Last time, I think when you were on, you were pretty sporadic with your episodes. And now I, I've, I've noticed you've got a, you're pretty much on, on some regular recording lately. Yeah. Um, Play Comics is going weekly now. June recording for me was insane. I got like a two and a half to three month backlog built up. So I'm going weekly. So every Sunday, usually ridiculously early Sunday morning through the joys of scheduling posts, you can catch play comics where I look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. And how, how deep is that? Well, you got, you got plenty to go. Oh, I mean, there's, I pulled a list from Wikipedia and after I pulled out all of the games that were released only outside of North America and the games that were only released on computers and stuff, there's like 300 games. Oh, you're plenty. Yeah, so you're I'm fine. Like, as all we right, record good. this, I just released episode 24 today. All right, and, what, and what is episode 24 about? That is about the Superman game for Genesis, which it's not very good at all. Uh, is it which which Superman is it? Because there aren't there a couple Superman Superman uh, versions that aren't very good at all either. Yeah, um, this one is just called Superman. If you ever see a Genesis cart for Superman, that's just a big old yellow background. That's the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It just seems like somebody took a game and said, "Oh yeah, we should make it Superman." Oh, so it could have it could have been you. You probably could have just said, "Hey, strong flying guy," and been fine as well. Yep, I mean, we could have had Super Derek. Well, Derek's always super. I know. That's why I said him. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Derek. Mm. I would like to thank you as well mm-hmm. yes. uh, for joining me yet again here this mm-hmm. week. You know, for encouraging me to go ahead and shake things up a little bit and know that drafting donuts on a movie podcast was okay. Wow. Uh, how are things in the world of the wild pitch? And if people want to talk to you about your donut choices as well, uh, where can they get you? First, I would like to thank you for thinking that an indifferent shrug was encouragement. <laughs> <laughs> Should I do a donut? Uh-huh. All right. Good thinking. I'm going to do that. Thanks for the support. Uh, <laughs> it's the, it, look, hey, it worked. Yeah. I'm just giving you shit stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, The Wild Pitch. It's my other show. Um 
where we take three random elements and we use them to pitch ridiculous things. And I actually, if I go in the way, way back machine, I happen to think of it while we're recording episode seven, which came out, I guess, May 10th of 2017. I actually pitch uh, seven deadly sin donuts. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And those are pretty. That was a pretty good pitch. So check that out. Keith, Keith is on that episode, isn't it? I think that is my I think that is my wild pitch debut. Wild pitch debut. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you can always check that out. Wildpitchpodcast.com uh, or at wildpitchcast on the socials. And uh, yeah, every other Wednesday. Last Wednesday, uh, I was uh, I was the featured uh, member of the uh, the party. Yes. Oh, that yeah. Is at Mr. Randall's the, house. Yeah. I killed my robot. It's hanging out in the library. Mm-hmm. Very nice library. Indeed. Glad they have internet here because I'm still sitting here waiting to get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. And uh, so next week will be a, so this is an off week. Yeah. Uh, for the wild pitch, would you'll be back next yes. week? Uh, would you know what room you're in next? Uh, yeah, we, we in the conservatory. All right. What is a conservatory? Uh, it's a big room with uh, glass, like, like a big, like ceiling to floor windows. Uh, it's like a sunroom, I guess you could call it. Okay. All right. Excellent. Probably a good place to sit back and, uh, and eat some donuts with your morning coffee. Yes, exactly. All right. Well, uh, thank thank you again. Mm, no, thank you, uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, real quick, I I don't think I got uh, what is the uh, what's the Twitter account and so you know people want to reach out and talk to you about uh, games and comics and donuts. Oh, you can find me over at Play Comics Cast on Twitter, Play Comics Podcast at gmail dot com. If you want to email it, um, you can find me all over the Facebook pages. So. I'm pretty easy to find if you want yes. to tell me that donut holes don't really count as donuts and I should have picked something better. I, look, I wasn't going to bring it up because I think it's. Oh, I think it pick. is too. So I'm ready to fight somebody over it. Well, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to fight somebody on your behalf about it, but you know, it's a good, it's a good pick. Uh, but if somebody comes across and wants to fight you about it, uh, yeah, then the other donut choice would have been better. I'm not throwing fisticuffs for any donuts. Oh, I just figured it was going to be an eating well, challenge. Maybe. Well, maybe. It, it, well, it, maybe. it depends. It depends. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm going to tell you what. You, the way right. you, you have passionately spoke about donuts all evening, I would not doubt that you would fight over donuts. If it was if it was like a, a Hunger Games sort of scenario uh, where they said go and there was a giant pile of donuts and weaponry in the middle of the ring, I, I can <laughs> see you running and killing people and eating donuts um, just based upon – Based upon the conversation this evening. I mean, you go for the donuts, you build up your fat reserves, you can hide in the top of a tree. It's just good science. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a bunch of just lemon-filled ones, and I'm, I'm screwed. I guess, and oh, if and if you get the donut holes, and they 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 get, you know, it's a couple of days later, and they've gotten a little stale, you can throw them at people and hurt people with them. Yeah, I probably could do this, yeah. I'll be okay, yeah. It's one of my more favorite foods, so. I do get a little passionate about it. Uh, if you'd like to tell me uh, about your perfect dozen donuts, uh, what what kind of donuts you think we missed here? Um, I used to have a couple of friends that if I ever brought in donuts to work, I made sure to pick up a couple of blueberry donuts. I've never been a fan of those, but I knew that those were like their favorite, so I specifically would buy two so that they could both. I'd, I'd pick out the dozen, make sure they were perfect, so they could get them. 
But if you've got something weird like that uh, that you want to tell us that we missed, um, if you have a if you have a hidden gem of a place, especially in the Atlanta area, please let me know. If not, uh, you can also just let us know in general your favorite place. Whenever I travel, I actually do research uh, donut shops. Um, I like to try out the local places. And you can get again in touch with us again at Pop Up Filmcast on Twitter. It's popupfilmcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me specifically, I'm at KG3030 on uh, both Instagram and Twitter. But you'll, I tend to really be on the, the Pop Up Filmcast uh, account more than, than anything else. Uh, the Pop Up Filmcast is a weekly podcast where normally we do talk about movies, just shaking things up. This week, you can find us on iTunes, you can find us on Stitcher, you can find us on Google Play. We are also on Spotify, so it is super, super easy uh, for anybody to find us there and, and listen. There's really no excuse. You can even go to our home, the Mighty Mighty Podbean. Did you enjoy the show? Subscribe, rate, and review us. We would love the feedback. Uh, tell us what kind of food maybe you'd like us to talk about again some other time when we decide to switch gears and uh, just you know, sit back and relax a little bit. The tuber draft. Also, tell a friend. The tuber what? Tuber draft. What's a tuber? A potato. <laughs> Other earth-grown root vegetables. I believe a... I don't think we're doing I, that. I, I don't think we're doing that one. parsnip but. is a tuber as well. But either way, go on. All right, well, I'll write it down as a future idea. Who knows? Uh, look, also make sure you tell a friend. Word of mouth is the best way to let more people know about the pop-up film cast uh, and how we're not just about movies. We're also about food. If this is your first listen, uh, hey, go back and listen to our back catalog uh, to get uh, to get the full vibe of what we got going on. We are, like I mentioned before, we have uh, our film festivals there. This is a food one. We have made up movies there as well. Uh, it's We have quite the variety, something for everyone. Uh, but do the same as above. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us all the feedback you can, and then go and make a brand new friend by telling them also about the pop-up film cast. If you have questions, comments, just want to say hello, et cetera, et cetera, like I said before, at uh, popupfilmcast at gmail.com. With that being said, I encourage you to make an effort to get together with your life mate, your family, your friend, or whomever, and uh, have some donuts. Just sit back, talk, have a nice little conversation with folks. Until next time, I say good day, sir. Good day. There you have it, loyal listener. A fine example of what can truly be done with podcasting. Hard work, consistent output, and just the right amount of guidance from an enigmatic network overlord. Tune in again next week to see what timeless gem I dust off for your listening pleasure. Seriously. I need to get someone into this archive room and do some cleaning. It's filthy. This has been a transmission of the Podfix Network. For more about this show and other great Podfix programs, go to podfixnetwork.com.